0: Welcome to the pod, everyone. A shout out to SGS. Hey, Rusty. Why are we uh, partnering with SGS? Uh, uh, some 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 good people there. Pretty excited about their sports coaching courses and sports courses. Keen to make them industry ready, so when people leave, they're able to go and transfer into any kind of industries, coaching, teaching, being an analyst, business, whatever it might be. So I think, uh, yeah, I think it's pretty exciting times, really. So what's so special about their degree courses
1: that others won't be doing
0: I think it'll be lots of uh, real good partnerships uh, opportunities for people to to get into different contexts and learn and practice it'll be feel very applied people will be stretched and supported and will leave you know, ready to just go thrive in the uh, big old world out there. SGS College is the home of Bristol's higher education sports programmes. The programmes are designed to develop unique, innovative and creative sports practitioners ready for industry. Do you want to be a coach or teacher of the future? Start your journey here at SGS College and become more than just a graduate. Visit sgscol.ac.uk to apply now. Cool, uh, live on the pod all the way from New Zealand. Uh, Soaks, how you do, mate, you right.
1: Yeah, good mate. Staying safe here. you.
0: Good, good. Trapped in New Zealand's not a bad place to be trapped, to be honest.
1: <laughs> no, definitely we not? Especially when which to Super Rugby on.
0: Yeah, I'm enjoying the games, and I've also heard you're like, you can just be seen around the clubs and schools of New Zealand, loitering around, trying to get some coaching in, because uh, <laughs> you haven't had much chance to get on the grass.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I was at a first of the end game yesterday, and. Um, just having that ability just to fuel the grass and actually see two teams go at it and even just seeing the collision, you know, it just, just got me excited already in terms of what I've been been missing out the last couple of months.
0: Nice, and so uh, hopefully you'll be heading back to Japan at some stage, you, the wife and four kids locked in an Airbnb. What's, uh, do you want to kind of <laughs> tell people the story of how you got to where you are? What's, the, what's your journey thus far? Well?
1: Yeah, I mean, um I, I left um New Zealand in twenty eleven and that was straight after super rugby really and then went from there straight to Japan and played at uh Kubota Spears uh for five seasons and then um transitioned myself into into coaching and and I've been at that club ever since and um obviously with first Whole kind of lockdown. We uh, we got back on. I got back on the twenty fifth of March, and then NZ we went a lockdown on twenty sixth. So yeah, just been here in NZ really uh, since then, and just really waiting for that border to open up, and then to shoot back to um, to Japan and get back into a bit of, uh, I, I guess more more mountains is not the word. <laughs> um, I just keen to get back into work really, because it's. I mean, you, you know, you can get through. You can't do so much Zooming. <laughs> so, I mean, it's uh, just looking for that opportunity just to, to head back and do what you love.
0: Cool, yeah, mate. I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely feeling that as well. Uh, I, I think you missed out on a little bit of rugby that happened before you started coaching. So you obviously played a bit of Super Rugby and a, a bit of New Zealand Sevens. I'm not going to let you get away without talking about uh, Sevens. Um, what's, what's, your, what's your rugby story?
1: Yeah, um, so in terms of I, I guess fast tracking it to um uh, into that professional game was really uh it was sevens that really launched my um my fifteens career. Um yeah, it was twenty sixteen really where um went down to nationals for Otago and kept in that team and then um you know back then was that you had to obviously play well to to, to be selected into a, a, a training squad with uh Gordon Titchens. And then uh, that made the the troll and then um went through I think it was two camps and then had to perform at the at those two camps and then get selected for for the Wellington League. And back then it was Wellington and LA. So um uh, It's a decent fortnight. Yeah, well it was I mean it's I look back at it in that team where, you know, we're we're going through a stage where a lot of players were leaving and we, and that team was just going through a transitional period with myself, uh DJ, DJ Forbes was in that team, uh, CJ, Corey Jane, and Dwayne Sweeney, you know, a couple of guys, just the name. So, you know, that was the, the new group that was coming through. Lots of rock and bullet was in there as well. Yeah, well so Yeah, so that was the group that pulled us in through in terms of um, the Siemens, really. But it was you know, for me, it was it, it opened up. Um, I, I guess it just expanded the the way I, I played the game, really, in terms of my running lines. Uh, improved my aerobic and anaerobic, really, in terms of fitness. Was
0: right, Titul, have definitely got you fit.
1: Oh, mate, we we used to do. You, 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 do, um, you do a phosphate and you do a beep test and then you go straight from that to the paddock and then you do a, an hour session or touch, <laughs> <laughs> Just fully under fatigue, legs are full of, um, oh, so you're cramping while you're doing it. But yeah, I mean, I guess that's, um, that's how we got our results really. Nice
0: and a com a com gold in two thousand and six, I think. <laughs> Tell me about Titch. Tell me about the like. Give me a brief summary.
1: Yeah, I, I I um I'm a player that that reacts quite well to a coach that's quite tough, really. Um, I, I guess it was just more my upbringing, really. Um, and whereas Titch was was a straight shooter that demanded uh, hard work. I guess you want to say almost kind of army mentality, really. But you know, he, he got the best out of out of his players, and obviously his his record speaks uh, speaks for itself. Um, but it was just the ability to actually get the best out of us, and it was through really, it, it, you know, it, it, we didn't have the flashiest moves in terms of our strikes off sevens, but it was just the ability to work hard for one another. And I, I just really enjoyed his his honest honest approach. Really, I mean, you know, if you he, he'll, he'll 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 shoot you <laughs> at trainings if you if you mucking around. And then we uh, I can remember one time I think it must have been CJ or some someone just like we was just during our warm up really. And then one of the guys just picked up the ball and took a took a drop kick and took short. He, he saw it. <laughs> and then and then we. we went into the huddle, he went straight into the fitness, you know, just talked about guys, you don't come here in this field and, you know, doing drop goals and, you know, should be preparing ready to read the train. So he got us on the line and, and we are just into fitness straight away from it.
0: Wow. Which, which of the coaches have influenced you as a player? So who are the ones that you remember?
1: Um, um, <clears throat> my, my last year at the Hollanders was, um, was Jamie Joseph's um, first year. At the Hondas, and and at that time, I, I actually went through two other coaches, um, and then you know I, I just felt when when he came in, you know I, I, I felt a real uh, change in terms of mindset, um, the game plan that he wanted to play. But I think it's just more his his presence that I felt in terms of. He's such a big man that when he walks into a room, you actually want to know who he is. <laughs> and and the way he spoke, um, again, as I said, you know, I react quite well to coaches that can be can be be times, but be honest and real and give you that real honest feedback. And he was one of those coaches that I really really enjoyed, and I, I feel like I've taken some of that stuff into my coaching. Um. But but again, you know, he was someone that I felt that I got got so much respect for. Um you know, I, I can still remember those those meetings that I had with him. Eh? You know, you you know, sometimes you just hit me straight away in terms of what's your point of difference. And you know, I asked him it was um, it was work rate, <laughs> and I think he goes, "Well, you didn't show me work rate last week." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, it was that kind of honest approach that that really. Got me sitting on the edge of the seat. Going, oh damn it! Okay, all right. He means business, but you know it was someone that I really enjoyed in terms of um, um, just just being honest, really. And he's, and he's someone that I've, I've I've shared my my presentations. I've flipped it to him, and he'll he'll murder it. <laughs> he'll give me honest feedback on it. Um, so so again, in terms of my journey, it's you know it's having those guys that that really keep you. On your toes really.
0: When you said change your mindset, what you, what you mean?
1: Just um, it, it was more in terms of I felt the, the way we trained, you know, it was you know, he talked about A to B and it was the the intensity that he brought at trainings that we wanted to train at um, and it was quite different in terms of the way we trained at the home at the time um, and again it was more what off-field making sure you knew your job being real clear at it and then making sure that once we hit that field it was this intensity in terms of the way we trained um, and he and, and was always big in terms of bring the intensity making sure we went from drill to drill and we're always consistently moving I'll just just making sure I'll transition in terms of um, Oh, just, just having sessions that were really intent, not just had really good intent to making sure that we're achieving our, our big rocks.
0: Nice, one, one of the things Jonesy mentioned was A to B as well wasn't it when he spoke about yeah. uh, the uh, World Cup with Japan, he, he talked a bit about that as well um, Who else Who else? your mentors or your guides so as you say you'd send, send some stuff over to Jeremy Joseph but who else are people that help you on your way?
1: yeah i mean i've um i've i've got a um a sports psych um lecturer that he, um that, that lectured me down at um down at the Taga uni um uh, ken hodge and he's a um a really good person to actually um oh yeah again i, I I'm, I'm big in terms of mindset um when i'm coaching my my players and i also do exactly the same in terms as i see in my my presentations and terms around that whole kind of mindset and i'll get him to chew the fat on it and so, so he, he's someone that I want to look in terms of mindset I'll, I, i'd like to um get, get his info in terms of what he sees and how can i make it a lot more clear for my players
0: give me uh give me examples of, of how he's uh, give me where he's gone yeah soaks yeah that's wrong
1: yeah, I, I think in terms of uh, mindset, is, I guess it's more the whole kind of language, being kind of consistent in the whole kind of language. Uh, whereas, you know, I guess probably my early, early years, you can get a bit more, you can get, get too kind of creative, really. If you're jumping from, you're trying to chase one kind of mindset, Where if you're chasing it from one week to the other week, but if you don't have that kind of consistent language throughout the season, and you build on it, then you know you can lose players quite quickly. Um, so it's something that I, I've actually learnt in terms of ha- having a common language. Um, you know, if you're trying to chase a certain value or a certain behaviour um, from your players, um, yeah. Which
0: I think that um, the, the, as we become, uh, I guess, as we become a little bit wiser as coaches, we probably realise that that simplifying stuff is is the best way to do it. And I think at the start, we can often think we need to do lots and lots of different stuff and we'll, we'll use lots of words and jargon and it can be quite confusing for players.
1: Oh, 100%. I mean, it's... Um, you, you think that... Again, you know, we just talked at the start, you know, um, before this is... You know, you can have a slide where it's got so many words. <laughs> And you can you can can lose players from the get go from that, and then you know if it's you know it's I guess it's um, understanding and knowing your players, and finding the ways in terms of um, um, how do how do you communicate that to the players, and and how do you get them to react to it. So again, man, it's you know that's the battle. It's you know keeping it simple, but you know sometimes you do question what is simple. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, what's what's it? I mean, what's coaching in Japan like?
1: Yeah, but I mean, so you
0: Speak Japanese.
1: Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't say I'm fluent in Japanese, but I, uh, it's I, when I talk to, to people about it, it's that it's when when Japanese, uh, I guess the rugby language in Japanese, where I, I can pick up in terms of what has been said, and I know my my buzzwords. Um, through, my, through my language and also through the Japanese language to, to get across to my players. Um, I guess in terms of what it is, uh, how it is coaching in Japan, I guess it's um, over my five years coaching, um, I think just having the ability, well for me, I, I enjoy it because you're actually coaching what you wanna coach. Uh, whereas um, I guess when I was playing, it was quite difficult to get my point across as a player, but like, you understand in terms of what you what you want to um, uh, what you want to chase, you yeah you know, you know, get across the line, because you know you, you come too come come over too strong to um, to the Japanese coaches as a player. So I guess you you understand that over the time um, as a player and as a coach in Japan, but now I just feel that. You know, I'm in a, a time in a, a Kubota where I'm really, really coaching what I really want to coach because the coach above me gives me that ability to actually do that.
0: Nice. Would you have been a better player back in the day if you knew back then what you know now as a coach? Is it? Are you looking back going, ah, oh, damn?
1: <laughs> oh, you know, I'd say one. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, in terms of what I know. Um, as a as a coach, and obviously I'm still in that journey in terms of um, getting better as a coach. Um, yeah, it's you look back at it, and it's like, oh, I was that player. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was on like, yeah. getting out of that ruck, or getting caught on the ruck after you know post tackle, or the one that was that had the the most the most penalty counts. <laughs> I
0: was going to say, with due respect, you were a seven, so you would you know that would have been part of. Part of your game, I imagine. What, um, so you spoke a bit about kind of people supporting you and that. You have obviously had, mm. over the lockdown period, you've been pretty influential. I think Bernard Jackman's been claiming credit for a lot of it. But uh, <laughs> what's, uh, what's, what's kind of instigating all the stuff you've been doing? I mean, I've been lucky enough to jump on a few presentations and learn from some pretty cool people and, connect up with some people like yourself what was what was your thinking behind it
1: yeah i mean so 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 for me i'm always big in terms of professional development and in every year and i guess off season i'm always looking at um catching up with people seeing teams um and and and, and, finally, and you know a certain edge, but so you know I'll go to my last visit was um, I went to Linster, went to Linster for a week. So I flew straight up from Japan and and stayed over at um at a good friend of mine, um, George and and I stayed there for a week. And then, lucky enough that George was just down the road from Linster, so you know it just worked out well. Then, obviously with COVID now. Um, you know you know it's quite difficult in terms of, you know, going to see Saracens or um, you know, going up um down south or you know, in terms of seeing other teams. So for me it was like, Okay, well, how can you actually reach out to coaches and then and then funny enough, I mean like I understand that Zoom's been around for a bit while but I mean I only found out about Zoom during lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then I, I reached out to a couple of coaches. It was only, it was only four coaches. so It was myself, um, Mike Delaney, and it was um, Jason McDonald that was coaching at Senex, and Andrew Goodman that at the Crusaders, and Kenny Lynn. So it was, it was only four, five, five coaches really. And then we, and I, and I just created a group, and I said, "Look, mate, I'm." I'm I'm keen to create this group where we can um, pick a topic in terms of what you're passionate about and then, you know, um, share it to the boys on um, on Zoom. So, yeah, it, start, it started off with four, four coaches and then and then once it, you know, it, word of mouth, um, got to certain coaches, then you can all these emails and text us. And, and, and you, know, I, I, you know, it got to 20 in that group. And I was just like, oof i um and at the time you know a couple of coaches like I think is you know um uh, <laughs> we're going over the quote at the moment <laughs> and then I, I created another group and then that group went out of hand as well and then um and I got to a stage where it just you know you had to juggle um two groups jumping on that on that session and juggling on that session and then um you know I just got to the stage where well we can't do it now we just have to merge the group into into one and then um and then now obviously we've got this one group which has been going quite well for us now in terms of uh just communicating really and just sharing knowledge and you know just watching last weekend's game and then you might flick something to um to the coaching group and then guys can chew the fat on it really so i mean that's how it really started it was again the objective was the you know just chew the fat and 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 just grow my knowledge in terms of the game because, I mean, you never stop learning, right?
0: Give me uh, give me a couple of people that have, have impacted you from that period. And By the way, I love the fact that you're still keeping the WhatsApp growing because there's – I think you sent the picture this morning of the of the scrum bind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking, oh, my days. So you've got nothing better to do. You've got four kids sending <laughs> a picture of scrum bind. <laughs>
1: hey, there were no bites, man. I think there's too many backs coaches in their group. <laughs>
0: No bikes, literally no bikes.
1: <laughs> um, what's, what's, yeah,
0: what's the fan impact?
1: Yeah, I mean I um I took a lot from um from from Jonesy's uh Simon Jones, the the, the Japan S and C coach.
0: I thought that was class. I thought it was a brilliant
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, and um and it's something that we're we're looking in terms of ball and play. Um, especially back, uh, our old team in Japan where they love temper rugby, and it's something that we want to chase. Um, and it really gave us some really good info in terms of how they chased it. So, you know, he, he gave a lot of knowledge to that, and I got him to present to um, to my coaches again as well. And it was, you know, it was, he had two bites of it, which was I really enjoyed. Um, and then you had Scott Wise mantle, where, you know, he just, uh, he, he did structured attack. And present to the team and and he was it was through a contact of his and it was you know to get someone you know while well, the previous england attack coach to present to us was class and it was something that we really enjoyed um it was just more his, his simplistic approach in terms of his structural attack um which made which which confirmed a lot of things and, and also put a lot um I guess more more ideas in terms of the whole kind of structure, attack, off scrum and lineup, and and then you had um, you know guys like Joe Schmidt that you know that's that's on the current panel that um, that are bringing in those new laws. So he gave us a quick wee insight to that, and, and you know we us coach got to share that as well, which is great. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's it's been a um, you know a real blessing in terms of having the ability to reach out to these coaches um you know we we had pat lamb and he jumped on and then you know he talked about um his success through conat and now at Bristol bears and then um but also talked about his time at the blues and and i think for me you know it was just getting in terms of his kind of mindset where you know how does he drive a you know a successful campaign and it was I, I just felt it was world class in terms of the way he presented it. Um, so yeah, I, I, I was to this day. I still look at it and just uh, and I, I say to myself, "I was like, man, how did that actually happen?" You know, it just started four coaches, then you... <laughs> <laughs> and then and then, and then I, I you know I met you and, and Fletch, and then and obviously you know I, I've been listening to your guys' podcast for a while now, and then now I've to, to meet you guys, on it, it's just been like um, it just shows how much. Yeah, the game of rugby where it just connects a lot of people together.
0: Yeah, I agree, I agree. And actually, I'm just thinking about a couple of the presentations you referenced. Scott wise would simplify stuff. Players would love him. Got real good yeah. energy around the session yeah. and quite a, quite a weird guy in the nicest possible way. So <laughs> yeah. just in terms of just doesn't want to be the same as everyone else. Jonesy's presentation I thought was class because s coach from netball uh, simplified um everything down to a couple of metrics for mm. that team real good relationship with coaches mm. um transfer from training to the pitch so actually this is the stuff we're also gonna measure in training individualized it and themed it so the mm. the um the prizes for the um for the uh, uh what were they like the warriors weren't they or the, the that you know, if you achieved your goals, but I, uh, I just thought, yeah, once again, class, and just the fact that people who are, who are doing pretty well are willing just to share that stuff and bounce stuff around and have people question it, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty exciting.
1: Yeah, I, I, I guess we're at a time where, yeah, with the, the, the whole COVID nineteen and, and I, and I think in terms of the, you know uh, this whole kind of coaching journey where, you know, if you um, people just, you know, I, I guess they had that. Just, I think we've all got this mindset where you want to grow as coaches, and then you know, so so many coaches out there just wanted to, you know, know so much in terms of, you know, personal growth and know in terms of what what that guy was presenting, you know, what what was his big growth, what did you get out of it? So you know, it was, um, it, it just amazed me in terms of the amount of coaches that were out there actually looking for content. Yeah, and probably
0: the thing that's landed, that's pleased me the most is that it has actually transferred. So Mike, mm. I'm just thinking about our stuff, but Mike Rogers is messaging me regularly. He ran mm. a whole camp themed around gamification. Kenny Lynn, uh, when he's not doing yoga in his back garden with the entire Leon squad, is has uh, is, is been playing around with it and having success with it as well. Uh, Jared Payne's been harassing me regularly, and actually sent me a couple of videos of his sessions, which is pretty cool. Um, where he's just yeah, he's been playing around with it as well. And so, the fact that it's transferred from the mm. from the webinar from Zoom to the pitch is is the stuff that excites me the
1: most. No, hundred percent. I mean, it's um, you know, I, I, I saw it in Mike Rogers. Um, um, contact um, session when I went to see Bo Pliny um train a couple of weeks ago and you know I got you know I got to see stuff that he was talking about and our Zooms and then you know and, and he's actually implemented it into the season and and also your guys in terms of your whole kind of gamification and you know Slushy's taking up my assistant coach he's he's taking that on board and um and 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 looking to play a bit more kind of games and especially especially if you want to Target that forty-minute board and play. You know, you've got to have that ability to, to adapt, and read situation, and you know, the, you know the skill set to have to play that kind of game. And um, so, you know, it's, it's just it, it just excites me. But again, it's it's suing coaches that that have got that kind of growth mindset. You know, in terms of growing their, I guess, knowing their product, but also growing their product. You know, how how can you find that easy to get to, to make that product a lot better?
0: Yeah, I love the fact that you said some of your session plans have now got superheroes on them.
1: <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be,
0: have, be they, uh, have they been received by the grown men who are playing rugby?
1: <laughs> oh, mate. I mean, it's... Um, I looked at Slushy's plan uh, when he, when he flicked it up in one of our coaching meetings man, and it just had all these weird like, superheroes. You know, it was great. Um, <laughs> So it's, um, I, I, yeah, I, I, it excites me because, you know, I've, I've heard it, um, now I'm seeing it, and then, you know, um, now we're implementing it into our, 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 our program at Kubota.
0: Nice. I was I was thinking back, and I, uh, just before we started recording this, you said, oh, I've only been coaching five or six years. Mm. I'm currently doing a piece on kind of player to coach stuff, which, uh, which kind of intrigues me. You'll have seen in England there's been a couple there's been a real good one actually John Turner Hall's just gone to Quinns he's he stepped out of rugby five years ago he's coached in schools clubs academies lots of different environments he's come back into the academy and I, I think it's a good appointment I think there's been a couple more where I'm I'm thinking it's you know they might have thought differently about how they appoint. I mean what's 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 the chapters in your story so day one um mm. You're gonna soaks is gonna soaks. You, you did you become a player coach or were you you went from being a player to being a coach? What's that transition look like? What's the first session look like? Um, how are you feeling? And then let's kind of track some stuff that yeah, you, you, you wish you'd known almost.
1: Yeah, so, so the, the, how I got into coaching was through um. Um, at the club, where I, 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 I asked the club in terms of you know whether I could do some skills extra with, with, with players, and that was only you know five, ten minute bite with a couple of players and the, um, um, my own teammates at the time, and then um, you know eventually at the time it was Tordi uh, Kifu, the current talent coach, um, you yeah, they asked me that you know if I was willing to actually get into coaching. Uh, and at that time where Kubota was actually looking at you know um, I like guess changing the guard or you know getting some fresh ideas into there, so then my role went into a player coach so um, you know if, if, I, if, I, if I was playing then my whole mindset was to play but if i wasn't selected um, then it was it was into coaching in terms of my planning. A session or you, you know and there'll be weeks where I'll, you know i would have to do both at the same time and to be honest you know I, I i wouldn't wish it on any other coach or on that on a on that kind of player coach role because to me it, i found it really difficult um because you, you know you've got these two hats on and sometimes you might have both of them the same time um and then we, you know I, I, when i when i look back at it and you know, my first session it was like, you know, when you when you don't have the ability um, to, to to have your layers in terms of you know breaking down a skill or spending time during your preseason to sit to set your foundation. And then once you you know you set your foundation, you're into your, your season, then you know what um, what you're trying to chase in terms of your big rocks. Um, but whereas back then when I was player coach where you know let's say um, you know ball into collision in terms of you know your footwork you know find that big shoulder you know your leg drive keeping your hips squared um, you know your ground fight ball placement um, well I remember back then where I didn't, didn't coach you know that I went straight into buddy, all you are, three on three four on four <laughs> you're around the corner all right let's go so you know, it was it was stuff where you know I was, I was um, it, it was a learning experience for me, and you know I, I, I was coaching guys like I said um, where you know he's he, he, um, you know experienced players, pay for the All Blacks. So you're coaching these guys, then you're coaching guys like um, Keegan Daniels, um, where Keegan's got so much knowledge. And then you know so again for me it was um again you know ha, 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 um, I, I guess being 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 better in terms of planning, but again understanding that coaching is a is a ter- totally different um different ball game um and i can remember um you know if, if, if I was the fast forward to actually meeting France. So, when Kubota made the appointment with France Ludica, and then France wanted to catch up with me. And, you know, we, we caught up and we had sushi. It was, it was late at night with me, um, France, and his wife. And then France gave me a, a, a question. He threw out quick as I saw, Orlando, um, what do you see yourself in the next four or five years? And then just being naive, you know, I was oh, I'd like to be head coach at some stage. <laughs> And then you know, just you know. And for me, I mean, I guess the people that know me, I could be a bit stubborn, or you know, um, chase a certain goal and and put one hundred and ten percent into it. Um, and when he said that, I, you know, I just said, "Well, yeah, I'd, I'd like to be head coach at some stage." Um, but then that following year, um, France came in as head coach, and then I was. Um, forwards coach in the end you know then i then I really got to you know really feel what the hot seat and the you know how it actually felt to be um to be actually looking after um a certain part of the the game and how I got does the seat. It, how
0: does it feel so versus being doing some skill stuff to actually having a larger area of responsibility what what mm. changed
1: yeah so so for me it was um you know the the planning, um, your prioritisation in terms of, you know, let's say when you're when you're trying to sort out your lineout is, you know, it's understanding what the jump is, what the lift is, you know, the hooker, in terms of his his process, um, and then and then now you break, you know, you've broken that up, understood in terms of what the, the key components are. Then you put that together in terms of okay, how does that line look into in terms of your lineup calling system? Um, and then forming your you know, your five man, your six man, your seven man, your exit lineups. So that there, you know, that, that that's that's a lot of planning in terms of understanding that. Then you gotta know your players, get to understand your players, what makes your players tick, you know, what's their why, um, you know, who's your leaders.
0: Would you uh, would that be something you would have been aware of at the start, like actually that you've got to really understand people to coach them, or were you less mindful of that, or have you always been that always been a strength of yours?
1: Yeah, I I, I think. Well, I I, I pride myself to uh, as being a leader. um, um, Going through teams that I've played of, you know, I'd I'd like to be part of that leadership and and, and lead certain things. And as you know, I took that as a as a passion of mine in terms of identifying leaders in the group so it was so for me it was it was i I enjoyed that whole kind of aspect in doing that but it was um i guess just understanding in terms of what makes them really you know what makes them get out of bed um when i present um you know this guy might get it he might get it but this guy might not get it the other guy might not get it you know so and, and for me it was that was the challenge um, and my first, I think my first two, three years really was, you know, um, understanding what right. plays.
0: Tell me about your first presentation ever. How would it oh. compare to, the, to what they look like now?
1: Oh mate, when you if you see my presentations now, <laughs> um, mate, I, I've still got copies of it. You know, my first one was just straight, just white background, and just you know the, the lettering is probably 44 size 44. <laughs> Um, whereas, whereas, whereas for me, I, I like pitches in terms of getting my point across. And I guess for me, it was like back then, um, you know, learning how to use a, a laptop or, you know, PowerPoint. Uh, whereas now I feel like I, well, I, I feel like I've, I've mastered it, but I, I, I feel I can still get better. So my, my, my assistant coach thinks, reckons that I should get, get onto, um, onto Keynote, but I see some, not, not quite yet ready for that. <laughs> um, but again, what presentation's there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a different, uh, paints a different, uh, 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 different picture for sure.
0: Yeah, Jared, Jared sent me his first ever presentation. So I thought I really enjoyed Jared's presentation. For someone who's been a player and become a coach, to be where he is in the two years, is, I think is pretty cool. I mean, he's, he's really well supported. But he sent me his first presentation and I was dying. As was he. But I thought it was very brave of him to send it.
1: Yeah, I've I've got a lot of time for Pano. I I played with Pano at um the Barbarians, NZ Barbarians, and it and there was someone there. Yeah, it, it was actually uh a think of the game, like you you can see that the process in terms of what the coaches be talking and in finding solutions for it. So and I guess yeah, I mean he's got sort of brush lines, and you know he's he's he's, he's, he's doing well. And other guys like Kenny Lynn, you know, I've played with Kenny. Kenny's exactly the same. And I, there are two coaches I feel that are that actually you know got a really good future in the game.
0: So do I. I think they're pushing. The, I think they're pushing the boundaries. I think they've got potential to be pioneers, which is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. You mentioned your kind of your big rocks. What what do what you mean by that? And are there any that you're willing to share? What's the stuff you're going? This is really important.
1: Well, I, I, I guess when I, when I when I say big rocks, it's 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 probably understanding in terms of you know what's your what's your what's your your product really? What's your point of difference really in terms of what 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 you're coaching and how you actually coaching that to your players really and. And for me, it's like, I mean, I I guess um, coaching in Japan um, and going through a translator for me, it's, you know, my my thing has really been clear and precise in terms of making sure that I'm really, I've got really good clarity in terms of what I'm trying to chase throughout the week. And I get that really um, start of my week, making sure that's implemented on a Monday and Tuesday. And then and then when it comes to um, Thursday, Friday, that the players are actually driving themselves, that I, I take back that I, I take a a back seat and let them actually run it. Um, but for me, it's you know I my product is you know is understanding that I'm a, I'm a forwards coach first and making sure that um, I, I master that before I start. I guess having a better understanding in terms of what the defense, what the attack is trying to do into So. Um, you Know we yeah, at better always talk about in terms of knowing your product. You know, hey, how, how, how do you keep mastering your, your product? Understand what, what are the big rocks in um, in your, um, what your product, uh, your product how is. much
0: time have you spent trying to understand like what those fellas the others outside of the scrum do? So, I know you're sending WhatsApps of scrums, and like me, you're a back rower, but I've been fortunate to spend a lot of time coaching backs, and obviously, I coach sevens as well which helps because there's some backs in the team and sometimes they're in the forwards. Um, <clears> how <throat> have you been evolving your knowledge of the game? Because being a head coach is clearly mm. you've got to have a macro view of everything. It's Definitely. the, it's the mm. detail around the line-out and the different yeah. setups and stuff, but it's also how does that line-out impact what we do here? And
1: mm. Mm. Yeah, so, so, so for me, I, I, I um, also look after the, the line-out attack and line-out defence but also got, I've got um, control in terms of what happens in the five, what happens in the tail of the line out, um, who's actually out of the line out, and also how that plays out in terms of, um, um, you know, if the opposition win the ball, um, how do we connect, um, you know, making sure we've got the right person in those areas. So for me, again, then that, that, that broadens my, my defense in terms of understanding, um, um, making sure we've got the right players in, in certain positions. Um, and again, for me, I'm, a big, I'm, I'm big in terms of, you know, if, if we can squeeze a line out, making sure we can kill it at the source, then, that, that, you know, that, that, then we don't have to worry about our, our vacuum defense, really. So, for me, is um, you know, I've got a big, emphasis in terms of forcing to, the front, forcing to the front making sure we're strong in the vacuum so again for me that gives me a better understanding in terms of what I do on defense um, and I've also got, a con- I've got control in terms of the collision work um, which I enjoy because I, 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 was, I was really passionate about the whole kind of collision and defense as a player and it's something that I've actually taken into um, my role at Kubota just expanding my role in that whole kind of defensive stuff um, so again, yeah, I mean, mastering that kind of full pack really in terms of you know, on walling, on wall stops, our defensive plan. Um, you know, it's I, I enjoy it because I, I just feel you coaching line it, You know, it's, it's almost a game of test. You know, it's I sit here then, okay, well, this space there. Well then, I know you're going to take that space. How am I, you know, how how, how can I force you to take that, but be, have the ability to still create that base from it.
0: Love line I love I, out. I think it's the most tactical aspect of the game.
1: Yeah, well, no, I love it.
0: Um, I, I think we complicate it still, but I think it's, uh, I like it. What what next? So, are there other areas of the game that you're going, actually, I probably need to understand that one a little bit more, or there's some stuff, you know, you might have listened to someone during lockdown and gone, yeah, probably could do with just exploring that a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I, I, so, so for me, really, it was, it's, it's more that whole kind of, um, you know how do teams defend um you know especially from scrums you know from a you know from a two four split or where they stack behind the scrum um, from the scrum and you know what's your what's your plan there from the scrum just because there's so much space and it's you know and it's more kind of a man on man defense so it's you know for me it's it's getting a better understanding in in, in that area where the technical aspect of also if I look at the scrum that you know we just talked about the whole kind of the images that I shared um in my um in our whatsapp group you know it's I saw something quite different and then I wanted to share that to the group and see what the group said about it you know it's um you know it's it's a different art than that scrum because again loose forwards you know all you're told is just the just the yell when the ball goes in and when the ball goes out.
0: <laughs> ready, 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 ready. Yeah. <laughs> All coming in there now.
1: Yeah. But whereas you know, it's um, from, from a you know from a scrum perspe- um, perspective where you know it's a different ball game. You know, there's there's that whole kind of tactical play into it. Um, and I guess the backs, even the loose forwards, don't see. Uh, whereas, like that, I need to keep growing in terms of as a coach. Where again, it's part of that whole kind of journey as a coach where again you you master your product you keep growing in that and then how do you expand it in terms of um, knowing that game knowing our game
0: (laughs) yeah nice that would be something for me as well I was a forwards coach back in the day but I was lucky enough to have some relatively senior front rowers and so it's a bit like when you spoke earlier about coaching all blacks there's probably no point me telling them what to do I imagine they can work some stuff out themselves and I can nudge and prod them on the way. Everyone jokes about me not being that fussed about scrums, but I'm, I'm definitely working on trying to understand them better. So when I've worked out what your picture means, I'll, uh, I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely let you know. What uh, and how? How's your co-coaching stuff work? So how's that evolved as well? So, you know, you said you were probably that annoying player a little bit as well. So, um, <clears throat> how do you work as coaches to? to make sure that you're having maximum impact so that, you know, is there stuff like, like when we pick our team, actually, I think it's some of James he spoke about again, but 16 to 23 are really important. We need to have conversations with them. When is the time of the week? It sounds a bit like, you know, you're giving, you know, them more responsibility towards the end of the week. Um, right. how, does, how does that work as a co-coaching group? And I guess, have you evolved that as well?
1: Yeah, so, we, we, so, so we, we talk about in terms of our, our clarity, we, we're all big in terms of making sure we get that correct on a Monday, on a Tuesday. And whether that's um, that, that's through meetings or, or mini group meetings. Um, so let's say, for example, I'll be through our 2.30 uh, meeting on a Monday where it's, a, um, let's say, review. And also, I'll preview going into um, this week's game. Um, you know, we'll have a forward session, uh, forwards meeting of our leaders. Then we'll have a um, will Have also the same attack. will have exactly the same, and then our defense we'll have exactly the same. So that's all going at the same time. But we'll have a couple of guys that might dovetail on it. Um, so then, you know, we 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 make sure we get real good clarity in that. But again it starts from us coaches, you know we might be in a discussion for two hours where you know we're we're talking about a certain player or you know um or a certain player that we feel that you know that's gonna um give us really good penetration or momentum in the game so as coaches, we make sure we pride ourselves that we clear I might not like it, but it's the best for the team we make a call on it. We walk out of that meeting and okay, this is what we're doing. Um, and someone like France and, and Slush have been really good for that. And so we have, so we, Monday's our clarity there. And then again, we we bounce, so we do a session on that Monday to make sure we get clarity again with the players, walk through it, make sure we get it correct. Uh, might not get it right, but again, it's, that's still part of our whole kind of growth and, and, and learning really, but we come Tuesday we make sure that Monday, that Tuesday morning is actually also a block where it's got a bit of clarity for us to make sure we're uh, we're in tune. And we make sure we've you know we've got many what platforms where you know we've got our, um, our line, which is our WhatsApp, where we text players and group discussions, clubs that we throw in there. We make sure that um, everyone's aligned in terms of what we're doing. And then um, then that Tuesday, then we then it's all it's all go. Um, in terms of our planning um, and making sure that our, our leaders understand what we're trying to chase. And then obviously Thursday, as I said, Thursday, Friday, it's, it's all up to the players in terms of making sure that, um, you know, they've taken over it um, and, they, and they run the ship. Um, but again, we you know, we, we, we don't shy away from clarity. We just make sure that, you know, um, I just feel that in terms of our Japanese players, um, they, 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 they really want to know What's next? What is next? You know, they sometimes can't stand in terms of making decisions. But again, it's for us how how do we grow our players? But, um, you know, we we, we make sure that, you know, if that play's not clear, we want to make sure that we get that clarity through, even if it's it's during our captain's run where we might need to walk through it again to make sure we can get it correct. Then bang, we go with it. So,
0: has that um, been an evolution for the players to? to own more of the week, to to be involved in uh, kind yeah. of leadership groups?
1: Yeah, no, it, it has. I mean, especially, uh, you know, we, we, we brought Slushing in and he made a, a big difference for us um, this last season, really. And he's worked with Japan, he's worked with Sunwars. And obviously, France has been a successful coach for the Bulls through um, these championships. So it was more kind of merging the two uh, and then, you know, he, he brought a real fresh um, approach in terms of our, our meetings, our planning, um, the way he saw the game. Um, and I felt that's given us a wee edge in terms of our attack. So it was something where, you know, we had a certain game that we we're playing, Slush came in, added to it, and then now we're just um, merging the two and making sure that, you know, we're we're always... He's on the same, we're making sure we're on the same page, and we're co-coaching in terms of um, elbow grots throughout the week.
0: Nice. I love your language, Chase. By the way, I'm st- I'm going to use that word more often. It's a, it's a good word. What do? You, how do you think the players would describe you? So, if I was to go around uh, the team and say, look, give me three words to describe Soaks. What words do you think uh, would? What words would you you hope came up?
1: Uh, I think one, I'd, I'd, I'd say honest. You know, uh, I'd say well, I'd say honest feedback. It's something that I've, I've driven in our culture in terms of you know, making sure that we what, what needs to be said has to be said then. Because if you park it up and then we talk about it next week, next week's too late.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's and it's and it's one of our, our values and our behaviours. um that, that we instill in our in our culture, where you give honest feedback, you might not like it, but it's the best for the team. And it's and it's something where I I hope that the that, the, that my players will say, yeah, well, so it's, yeah, honest feedback, because 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 you know, again, I've I've been coached by coaches that are giving you that, that honest feedback that you don't like, and I and it's something that I've taken into my coaching. Um, and I guess. Myself and also you, Russ. You know, you know, we've we'll, we'll played the game where you just want that honest feedback, good honest feedback. That's what the players need, need to know. As so the then, you know,
0: exactly. whenever I ask ask players, you know, what, what what would help this coach coach you better, that comes up. It's mm. well, it's number one. Just want mm. them to be honest with me, yeah. especially when you're not in a squad or you know, so you you're not something's not going well, then. Because they'll fill in the blanks. They'll fill in the empty space with blanks, and they'll and they'll um and they'll fear for the worst. Often.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, it's the, it's the worst thing you want from players, really. You want players to to feel that they're that they're cared for. You know that they feel that they can that they can be themselves in the environment.
0: Nice. What else do you think? That you, what else do you hope they'd say?
1: I guess on the field bat and I'll uh, I'd, I'd say intensity. You know, I, I'd, I'd, you I, the I, most,
0: I you're the most chilled man I've ever met on Zoom. <laughs> Who's this other guy that I've not met?
1: Oh, I just you know you know, we we we, we, we always thought that we like I've taken that a, a to the B and you know and and making sure that when we're on that field that that you know it's it's time to go to work. And I am big on that. And it's um you know I, I think my players will, will say that where you know I I, I, I like to bring um, coach, coach coach intensity. Um and you know, you know, you know I, I I enjoy seeing um you know, we've got a session in in our forward session, we call it FFT, where it's you know it's it's the fitness functional um training where you know we we, we want to make sure that it's almost game like you know it's our big rocks in terms of what we want to achieve in our more our more defense plan and then you know it's you know we call it g5 it's it's hammer and tongs um and that's the moment where you know intensity um and g5 is because you would have some
0: different gradings around contact in the contest is that what
1: Yeah, so G one is let's say it's walking pace. What does G but, come
0: for?
1: Oh, so we've all got a uh, a picture of, of you know of, of the picture where it's a um, it's a picture for steering wheel, and it's got five gears on it, and then, uh, you know yeah. it, it just illustrates gear one is walking pace. G
0: six is the weekend, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. So what? The, so L G five. Once you hit G five, mate, you're it, it's all go. go <laughs>
0: Nice. One, one more thing. What? What else? So uh, I'm hearing honesty. I'm hearing intensity. What? One other thing. Do you? Would you like to? Hope they would describe you as?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, for me, one word I, for me would be uh, loyalty. Um, I look back at my rugby career where, you know, I, I haven't really played for that many teams. You know, of, I've, I've, I look at my. NPC uh, career I you know I, I paid for Southland I was in loan from Otago with the Southland and then went back to Otago and paid six seven years there um played for the Hondas had opportunities to go somewhere else but I stayed at the Hondas um and then went from there to to Kubota and I've been at Kubota going on to ten years now wow um so for me um, I, I still feel that um, loyalty is still in the game, but it's stability in terms of how do you build trust, how do you build your relationships, um, how do you get to know your place, how do you get to know um, the club, You know, what's your point of difference, what are you going to bring to the club? Um, so for me, loyalty still plays a big part of me. Um, and, and and I do hope that you know that something the club does see it well. I guess the club does see it in terms of me being there for ten years now. Um, people might say that i you know, that um, I might be comfortable in terms of being there at Kubota, but I guess um, we all know being a professional player um, and coaching, you know that job man. You're it's you you know you're on the blowtorch every week. Um, so for me, yeah, it'll be it'll be loyalty.
0: Nice mate, that three things I would I would get pretty excited about. Um, you you mentioned um, going to Leinster. Did you you play with the Seaward, didn't you? Anyway, so did
1: you... yeah, good. yeah. So I um, are you, are you talking about CNA? Uh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes. yeah, so, so I was going to say your your visit to uh, to Leinster was. Uh, I know you got, you're doing a lot of kind of CPD. Yeah. Where, um, what's top two places you've been, and if you could pick two places to go that you've never been, but you've heard cool stuff about, where would you go?
1: Well, uh, well, the previous places that I've gone to in terms of, Patricia uh, Diamond, I spent a week um, with Scotland, and that was the two thousand and eight. Um, oh, sorry, two thousand eighteen. Uh, Six Nations, so I was there for a week, and I got I went through there through an um, the next flat uh, flat of mine who's the head physio there, Stu Patterson, and I you know I just was lucky and fortunate enough to actually have a week there with Scotland, which I really enjoyed. I mean, the way I got to see the game, the game that they wanted wanted to to, to implement, you know, it was a game where. It was almost like an NZ mentality, trying to play them um, up north, which I really enjoyed and, and got to see in terms of how they how they operated. I enjoyed that, um, and then and I'll see um, a couple of Super Rugby teams that I've gone here. Yeah, I've, I've gone to the Hondas a couple of times and Hurricanes. Um, but for me, really, I, I guess the next step is actually just finding, um, make, you know, maybe looking at. At other sports, in terms of how they operate, um, you know, of um, you know, maybe go see a, a, a professional soccer team um, or NFL team. So, but again, so at the moment for me, um, I really enjoyed my, my best visit. Would have to be Leinster. You know, I, I, I walked in there and 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 I was welcome from day one and and day seven when I left and. The reason I got into there was because I uh, I went to school of Issa Nasiwa, you know, I, I messaged Issa and I go, Issa, is he, um, any, any chances um, of me going to um, see Leinster for a week? And, and this wasn't, well, Issa was retired, he was back in NZ, he goes, yeah, man, nah, sure, he was with me. And then a couple of days later, I got an email from, um, from Leo. For Leo Callan and he said, like, like, uh, I've uh, been in touch with, uh, East has been in touch with me. I heard that you'd be, you know, keen to come over for four weeks. here, please. And the and the rest was history, really. But I mean, it, it was, you know, I got, you know, I got the feel in terms of what professionalism was, got the feel, the, the high performance, um, and, and really got the feel in terms of just how open they were. You know, I, I, I got to sit down with, with Stuart Lancaster for an hour. And then spent another hour with um with Folsey, you know, Ford's coach. And then you know, just sat down and 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 that was just through Leo in terms of his planning. You know, just goes, All right, um, so you'll be seeing this coach at this time, on this day, you got know, this coach on this day. And I was just sitting there, I was just like <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a kid at a candy store going, Oh, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> So for me, you know, that you know, that was that was the biggest experience, my, my best experience in terms of professional um, development, in terms of, um, you know, because you, you always seen Linster on TV from afar, but when you up against it, seeing the way they train, um, meeting the coaches, the players, you know, I was every day I was every player shook my hands when I was there. And, you know, it was something where I just felt, mate, this is the reason why these guys are just, you know, rolling up championships every year.
0: Yeah. I think it's um, a good measure of, um, of your environment is how do how they make a stranger feel mm. uh, from the start and all the way through. So the fact that it's quite easy to be like that on day one, but actually by day mm. seven, they're not going, to, Jesus Christ, Soaks is still here. Oh my God. <laughs> When's he going? Type stuff. But Lanny would be, Lanny would be, class at that type of stuff oh, um, nice. and, and once again and as, as I know you would know but I, I would see the same in the best environments so they they make you feel welcome and they're willing to share mm-hmm. stuff and make mm-hmm. time for you and we did I uh, took some Israeli coaches to Saracens and I was like I'm oh, really sorry Peely. you know he was like mate it's cool it's fine I rocked up he's like cool they're off for the s this morning they're then doing this session they're then going to this one I was like oh mate this is ridiculous How good was Saber at school? Because he was pretty good at Leinster.
1: Oh man, it was. Oh yeah, it it was just their their warmth that that I just felt every day, really. You know, um, but 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 for me, you know, it was also seeing the facilities in terms of you know it was world class. Um, once you walk in, and um, yeah, I I was just. I just, just, just felt really fortunate to be honest uh, to spend that week there. Um, but I guess when you talk about um, you know what are the other teams you, that, that I see, you know, have maybe having the opportunity to have a look. mean, maybe I you know, Surrey's going going go going to go see Sarri's for a week. I mean, man, um, well, you should yeah. definitely come
0: and visit Big Pat Lamb. Uh, they yeah, got a new yeah. training facility in Bristol. it Looks pretty sweet. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, that's oh yeah. I, I saw photos of of their um of their new clubhouse, man. And, you know, it just shows that Pat's doing such a good job there. I mean, just seems like you know he's, he's running a good ship there, and and you know, again, we we're fortunate to, to I was fortunate to listen to to Pat and also um uh, John Afford in terms of um their 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 program, And It was oh, yeah, I'd I'd love to go see um see Bristol.
0: Big John, legend. Uh, I, 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 I just uh, Issa the Sewa, So, tell me about him at school. Was he a good player at school? Because he was ridiculous at uh, uh, the Leinster.
1: He, he so, so he, Issa was gifted. He, you know, I, I played rugby with Issa at the age of oh, 11 or twelve, and and, and 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 when you when you watch someone play, you just you just know that he's you know this guy's got something. But I think what, what made um him uh, you know this this athlete, you know, was was him he's just been ISA off the field. You know, he you know, he never spoke a bad word of someone. You know, he um he, you know, he's got a smart head on his uh, on his shoulders and and we, we went to Auckland Grammar um we went to high school together as well and and you know, he was a prefect at at the school. Um and, and he succeeded, No, whatever what have he touched?
0: Were you a prefect?
1: No, 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 definitely not a prefect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> top three players, I'm gonna I'm actually I'm gonna do the one word is in a second, but top three players that you played with. I'm curious, you played with a lot of really, really, really good players. Who would be who be your top three picks in the draft? So I'm picking a three a side touch team to take on you a three side touch touch now because we're too old to play contact. Who are your three picks?
1: Well, I'd say Josh Blackie. Yep. Um, he was, a, um, I guess, a mentor, a role model of mine. Um, in early yep. And probably the next guy would probably be, I'd say, Cole Hoft. Uh, prop. Center. Oh, he's a prop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he, he um, played for the Hondas and Italian for a long time and went to cast and played, played in France for a long time. Um, you yeah, know, he, he just had that ability to he like he, he was the the culture man that that brought in young guys to actually feel real part of the team quite quickly, and That's he was so cool. good. Um, so Cal Hof and the way he spoke too was, you know, the tone and the nice words he'd say. You know, you you, you wouldn't hear you wouldn't hear him say a bad word, but it's just he just he just made made me feel real secure and real fucking welcome about it in terms of my early years at the tiger um what you say? so food player food oh, player oh. Oh, i'd have to say adam Thompson.
0: <laughs> man this is a pretty uh i mean you'll you'll do all right in line outs with this team <laughs> yeah
1: oh, you yeah, know yeah, nah. yeah, well, um I've, I've i've got to know adam at a personal level. Um, you know, I, I first met him down at Otago. And then, you know, as we're playing for Otago and then through age grade at Otago, and then you know, I got to know him at, at a personal level. And then we, you know, we built a relationship um, off the field. But, but but when we played on the field, you know, we we're, you know, we connected. You know, he'd, he'd, I'd be at seven and he'd be at six. And then, you um, you know, I, I, I'd say to him, you know, I still give him a stick about it. You know, I was like, I'll make your tackles, <laughs> but you'd score all the tries. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like, I mean, he played today. You know, he played his 100 cap for um two rugby cap. So,
0: and incredible. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, no, it was, <clears> it, it, yeah, those are the three that would actually probably, um, yeah, it would, be, it would be those three players.
0: Nice, good line <coughs> good line out, well done. Um, I'm going to finish with some one-worders, so I, I'll say a word, you give me a one-word answer. Um, New Zealand? Hi. Japan? People. There's a lot of people in Japan, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tokyo. Although it looks like the Scooby-Doo background, like you're driving and you're and you're still in the city, and you're still in the city, and you're still in the city, and you're still in the city. It's a big city. Jamie Joseph. Relentless. Uh, Bernard Jackman. Oh. Can't say thief.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, What Bruna. Uh, oh, what, if you put t- top men into one word, he'd be a top man.
0: Oh, uh, you can have a hyphen. Uh,
1: <laughs> Kubota. Oh, Kubota. Um, I was Loyalty.
0: Nice. I, mean, I, I don't know anyone that's thought about the one word as, as much as you have. I'm loving it. It's like <laughs> it's you the. Personal to me. It's personal. It's <laughs> personal, mate. It's very personal. Uh, rugby.
1: Uh, passion, coaching, um, passionate, uh, family, uh, pillar.
0: Nice. Uh, Soaks. It's been a pleasure. Uh, thanks so much for inviting me and Fletch into your little world and your WhatsApp group with scrums and all that type of thing. I'm I'm excited that. Uh, Maybe when we do a world tour post-lockdown, we get to come and hang with you in Japan for a period of time. Um, But, yeah, mate, it's been a pleasure. I've written loads of stuff, I'm sure. People will get loads out of it. Stay safe. Hope you get across to Japan sooner rather than later and you get out of the Airbnb. Um, In the meantime, mate, look, yep, mate, top man. Uh, Catch you soon
1: are us no, no, appreciate it, mate you continue the good work in terms of your podcast man it's been awesome it's uh, it's been great to connect man and uh, you know I, it's, I, I've enjoyed your podcast man and you know it's it's funny man we talked about man just you you hear the podcast and then now you connect them with them it's like uh, oh just 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 love in terms of just building relationships and uh, oh, just loving the game in terms of what what it's given us
0: good words mate mate we'll speak soon. Cheers, Ross. Cheers, dude.